Welcome to That Happiness Show. I am Gemma Fossett, host and creator. I bring you my 25 years experience in finding happiness. You are the creator of your reality and thus you do create your happiness too. This is no longer about chasing the dream, but learning to stand in your power and receive. I am frequency expert, artist, teacher, and grateful mommy, here to guide you with the tools, ideas, and education around raising your frequency, learning to be present, and finding the happiness you deserve. Thank you for joining us. Welcome, welcome. This is Gemma, and I'm thrilled to be here with you. gorgeous day today. It's a little overcast. It's a little beautiful and sunny. It's cool. It's amazing for June. There's geese on the lake today. And I went down early this morning. It was wonderful. And pretty far across the lake, like almost to the point where I couldn't quite tell. But then I could kind of make it out. There was like a family of geese. There was other geese too that didn't have babies, but there was this mother and father with their three babies and it took me a minute to be able to count the babies because you know they were a distance off but as I brought my attention to them and focused on them and just admired them and their little babies and curious how old their babies were they noticed me the energy they felt the energy and they weren't threatened by it they probably don't have much threats on this lake and um they just I noticed that both parents turned and faced me in the water and that surprised me I thought they would be more protective but they turned and faced me and then I noticed they were swimming directly to me which was really wild and so I Toulouse was with me and I thought he would scare them because he would I thought he would be a threat I guess geese are tougher (laughs) because he didn't threaten them and um when they got closer and I could see their babies pretty clearly I started talking to them and they came closer and they were swimming kind of sideways, but they kept coming closer, even with Toulouse there until they were just like, I don't know, 10, 15 feet away. It was amazing. And the babies still had down on them. They didn't have feathers yet. They were so beautiful. So they weren't that big. And it was just a magical time to be able to spend with the geese and talk to them. And I'm sure they wanted some bread or something. But my friend Aram taught me not to give bread to ducks and geese because it causes something called angel wing where they get stunted wing and they can't fly. So last thing I want is to be the culprit of a damaged animal. So I didn't do anything. I mean, I didn't have any bread to give them, but I just told them I wasn't going to feed them. They had to feed their own babies. It was just wonderful absolutely wonderful and the air was so perfect and then there was this brief moment where it sprinkled like it just came out of nowhere it didn't even look like there was rain clouds and it just sprinkled across the water like this rain just came down I barely felt it because I was under trees um it's just beautiful so ah, with that said I know um I promise you ideas around becoming happy ideas around incorporating happiness and today i want to go deeper into the idea okay and in my crying book they said it here really lovely so it says um how can you know who's right it's easy look at their lives are they comfortable peaceful and filled with the love of god are they tolerant with their lives and those around them would you like to have them around you what is their drama factor It speaks volumes how their cells are doing, doesn't it? Blessed is the human who lets the truth of spirit 
who lets in the truth of spirit, for it will affect the very cellular structure of his blood. It will bring him peace in the face of war and give him tolerance when all around him there is none. It will produce ideas that were never thought of and create a vibrational shift. Okay, so this is what I've been talking about. And I love that this was brought to me in this book for you today because we are talking about shifting our frequency. When they say vibrational shift, they're talking about up-leveling your frequency. And we are in this very special time where up-leveling frequency is effortless. Like, I mean, literally effortless. All you have to do is get in relationship with your higher self and follow the guidance. No effort there. I mean, just follow the guidance. I find the guidance effortless. I find that when I'm in relationship, things just automatically happen. That was like how I got my car. I knew it was time to move on from the other vehicle. And I got, I visited my higher self through a little visit, a little close my eyes and have a little talk about the fact that I recognize that I don't have a vehicle and it's time to co-create another vehicle and then I realized that co-creative relies on me to state what I want so um, I did state what I want even though I'm not a car person I couldn't say oh I want a Honda la 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 I I knew I wanted something that got good gas mileage I knew I wanted something that was comfortable and that also meant for Toulouse who travels with me quite often that he has a cool spot to be in so all of that was um was was given to me you know in less than in less than 24 hours the people called me back you know i looked on craigslist found some vehicles i found three and i contacted three people i think only one person responded so it wasn't even a question and you know i will say that the other two vehicles probably were not uh fuel economy cars i just followed up on the only potential possibilities i saw one of them i, I want to say was like a i don't even know it but it was kind of like an suv maybe but it looked really nice and comfortable and i just you know i followed up on it but they didn't call me back so the only one to call me back was this vehicle and then uh it was a perfect exchange absolutely perfect oh mm. But I guess let's come full circle now. The reason that works so well and so effortlessly <clears throat> is because I don't, I don't choose to have drama in my life. It doesn't mean it doesn't show up, but it's how I navigate it that is the reality in my world. And so I just... We have to choose peace. We have to choose nonviolence. We have to choose to love ourselves. That is so important. And that is up-leveling frequency, which up-levels your entire body, making you much more well, much more adept. It allows for you to have more harmony and more momentum in the direction you truly want to go. So, ah, uh, let's see. I, I just love this so much because if you're struggling in any way, it's just such a beautiful, beautiful invitation to step out of drama and love yourself. Now, you might say, but what if the drama is with me judging myself? <sighs> well, 
let's go to Byron Katie's work, Loving What Is, and let's look at the fact that you can actually do her four questions on this. And I, I think it's called the four questions, but it might be called something else. And I'm not even sure if I actually know the four questions anymore because I don't practice her work verbatim. It's called the work, the work. All right. So what you can do is you can start to look at these thoughts that you're having, because I guarantee you, if you're judging yourself, these are reoccurring thoughts. It's a theme. There's a theme and you can just go after the whole theme and you can um, cut it out of your life basically. So how do we do this? Well, what is your theme? So write the thought down of your theme. I'm not good enough. What is your theme? Is it I'm not good enough? Is it I can't do anything right? Is it that I'm disrespected? I'm always being taken advantage of. What is the theme in your life? So get that on paper. And it can be simple, but you can elaborate if you want. You can, oh, we've got Toulouse giving little hiccups here. Oh, are you okay, baby? Are you okay? So once you get that down, and you're welcome to write the dominant sentence, you know, write the, the whatever, and then you can elaborate and write more story around it if you want. But get it out, and then let's come back to that first sentence. Let's just say, I am not enough. Um, we're just going to use that one, for example. And if it were, I am not enough, Byron Katie says, is that true? And you might say yes. And then the next question is, can you absolutely know this is true? And absolutely being 100%, can you absolutely know this is true? And then what you might say, hmm, maybe not absolutely 100%, right? Or maybe you still are getting a yes. So, and then, see, this is where I lose it, and I should have her book here. But you know what? Don't worry about it. So if the answer is no, then here's the next question. How does this thought make you feel? How does this thought that I am not enough make you feel? Now, you have your own question there, or your own statement, all right? So use your own statement if you know what it is. How does this make you feel? And you're going to notice it in a certain area of your body. You're going to notice the feeling. You're going to notice, uh, I don't, just the overwhelm, like the over, uh, all, you're going to notice the overall imbalance, right? And what is it? Does it make your head hurt? Does it give you a stomach ache? Does it feel heavy? Does it feel like pressure? What does it feel like? All right, and then here's the fourth question. What would you feel like without this thought? So imagine not having this thought. I am not enough. Imagine not having it. Mm. And just feel it lift. Feel that feeling lift. Can you see how your thoughts are actually controlling your moods and your feelings? So if your mood is off and you're imbalanced, then chances are there's a thought behind it. Not an attack from outside, but a thought. A thought of victimization or a thought of unwell or a thought of not enough or a thought of, of discomfort. But it's a thought that gave you the feeling. 
It wasn't the thing outside. So can you, okay, so what would it feel like to not have this thought? So we got there. I already feel lighter. I already feel better. (laughs) And then here's the last question. Can you see a reason to let go of this thought? So this is the work we do when we are finding drama or finding an inability to move forward, a hang up, an old pattern, an old belief that isn't serving us. Those are the steps. And if you're interested in doing that, check out Byron Katie and the work, get her book, Loving What Is. It's phenomenal. And, uh, and, and try it out, try it out. It is so worthwhile. I'm sure she's got programs online. I don't follow her online, uh, but check it out. So what's going to happen is if you do this work, the Byron Katie work or any version of tool that you have for increasing your ability to love yourself, what you're going to find is that you're up leveling your frequency. And as you up-level your frequency, you will up-level your DNA. That innate consciousness will become more activated and more open to you. And people who have activated DNA are much more peaceful people. Things don't rob them of their ease and clarity and peacefulness. The outside world is not running their lives. Their lives are being run from within and their relationship with all that is. How lovely is that? So this is the beautiful, you know, side effect of up-leveling DNA is you up-level your relationship with all that is. Mm, That just gives me goosebumps. I remember when we get goosebumps, we can almost be assured that we are getting a thrill from that innate consciousness that we are getting it. We are on board. They are, are giving us a sign that they're celebrating with us this exciting shift in consciousness, this exciting awareness that we have been given. So if you do not think that you could have a relationship with your DNA or your body or your higher self, think again. You are having a relationship with all of these and they are working with you and they do love you. If you do not become aware though and conscious, then your DNA will automatically do what we see happening around us. People dying before the age of 70 or 80. It will automatically bring you to a conclusion so that you can make another round with what you've learned and start from there. Because if you have decided that there's no more to learn, if you've decided that you really just wanna focus on your comfort and enjoy yourself right now with where you're at and you don't need to learn anymore, you don't need to know anymore, then you're missing the whole point. I truly, from the deepest, deepest parts of my soul, believe that to be here means to be engaged in the co-creative process. So if we've decided to shun out the levels of ourselves that have to do with co-creating and we think we're just going to do this on our own, 
we're going to be like disappointed. In the long run, we will be disappointed because there's just so much yumminess to come out of this co-creative process. It is the drive that brought us here. So it, it's for us to honor while we're here. Now, many people are unaware and will not honor it at a conscious level, and that's okay. They will, they will figure it out in time. They will figure it out in however many lifetimes, or they're serving in another capacity in this unconscious way. Because it is the unconscious that sometimes bring around the consciousness for others. So amazing. So amazing. And if you're at all concerned with these trials and tribulations and nonsense going on around us, you don't need to worry about that. It's going to, it's going to sift out and it's going to uh, bring up those ready to be conscious. And this is absolutely yum. This is so amazing. And so be curious and open and willing and use these positive aspects of who you are. Be a seeker of truth, but not in the outside around you, but inside, in your relationship with all that is. That is where the truth lies. And that is where I go and for every answer where I listen. If I read something in a newspaper, I listen to my inner guidance, yes or no. If I'm watching a show, even a movie or reading a book, if it doesn't align with my inner truth, it's gone. I let it go. I just dismiss it. I choose another, you know, I choose another book. I choose another movie. I choose another activity. I might even choose another person to be around. Because everything I do, I want to be in alignment with my highest good and the good of all. Serving the highest good of all. And this means that I will only choose that which feels uplifting and in alignment with my relationship with all that is. So often it is following this inspired action. But sometimes I may not be following inspired action. I may not know why I showed up somewhere or why I'm in this place. But then within that lies answer after answer after answer based on this inner connection that I have with all that is. And so that's where I go for my answers. It is so wonderful and powerful. So when I was looking up vehicles, you know what I noticed? I had a card set aside that had the vehicles on that I listed. And do you know the Prius was the last car on that list? After that, I was done. I remember looking more, but I found no more cars. So I was there until I found the car. It's so funny. I just, I think that is so wild. So anyway, that's a lot for today. If you have any questions, please feel free to call me. Uh, I would love to work with you or share. There's so much good stuff out there. All right. So have a wonderful day. I love you. Big hugs. for joining us on that happiness show if you'd like more information or have questions you can reach me at gemmafaset.com or 401-699-6142 private sessions are available as well as retreats it is time to wake up and learn to love yourself again thank you for listening this is gemma Fawcett, host of that happiness show